Welcome to Join Gemma, the podcast where you join me, Gemma Tribe, and my various guests as we talk all things business, leadership, marketing, and more. Thanks for tuning in. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I've got my glass of wine and I'm all ready to go. How about you? Excellent. Yeah, me too. It's actually my second glass. Does that matter? Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we're, at, we're at the same level. Um, yeah, excellent. So, first of all, how how are you coping with ISO life? What How's it treating you? Yeah, I think better. I think the more you're in ISO life, the better it gets. And you get yourself into a rhythm that you didn't have in the first couple of weeks. So I'm a lot more productive than I was at the beginning. Now, you run a retail business in Kinghorn Street now called Wild Tribe. And I need to say from the outset that people always think that I'm somehow involved in this job because of the name, but I didn't know you until I interviewed you for a job, actually. So yeah. we can clear that up right now. But it's a collective of a few local mumpreneurs with different yeah. businesses inside. Um, yeah. So tell us, I guess, a bit about what what your business looks like before COVID-19? So before COVID, we were a collaborative retail space. So there's seven of us in there and we're all very different and we all do different things, but we coexist in our retail world so that we can share the risk, I guess, that retail can represent um, and offer a broad range of products and services because we have a beautician on site as well to our customers, which um, allows us, I guess, to offer more products because it's not one person carrying the load of buying those products and offers us a lot more variety. And not only does it minimize the risk in terms of sharing expenses, but we all work in the shop one day a week. So it works well because we don't you're not in there six days a week, so you hate the world because you're stuck in a shop six days a week. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what yeah. we looked like before. We were busy, great customer base. Uh, we were open six days a week. And, so, yeah, it was great. So, Ali, when the, I guess, the seriousness of the coronavirus pandemic sort of started to become clear, um, how how did that start to affect your business? Well, do you know what? It was all of a sudden. It wasn't even gradual. We'd had the bushfires through January or December, January. That was gradual. This was all of a sudden as if the world changed in a day. So all of a sudden it was business as usual the week before the strict restrictions came into play. Honestly, our business was tracking exactly as it should. The very next week, we had no sales. We were doing, we were opening the doors and $50 we made. It wasn't even worth opening the doors. So 
I think we had to make the decision as soon as schools as well closed, or not closed, but as soon as they made that decision on schools, we're seven mums between us. I think there's, I say 34 kids, but there's not that many. (laughs) Feels like that many. So (laughs) all of us then had to homeschool and be home with our children. So we were not getting enough people through the door in order to keep the doors open. So we just had to close. Mm. Now you guys, you had a pretty good online presence before all this started. You yourself had about 10,000 subscribers to your Beautiful Souls website, which is kids' shoes featured in the store. Um, But I think it's fair to say um, that even though you guys were pretty well set up, you maybe found yourselves I guess maybe not as prepared as you would have liked to be when all this hit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Bang on. That's exactly it. I don't think you ever prepare for this, but we were not prepared. And yes, I would have thought we were tracking well, but not to pull the rug out underneath all sales completely and rely on your online sales when that's not what you've been focusing on. Yeah, we were not prepared. So there were a couple of weeks there of scrambling to try to catch up. Yeah, it's kind of what I describe as like the freak out moment. I think everyone sort of had that moment for a few weeks where shock as well, where it Mm -hmm. was, we were all struggling to take it all in and what does this mean personally, what is happening for the world and then oh my goodness what do I do to my business now to you know to pivot and innovate and and survive this yeah so what I felt yeah I felt like I was walking around sorry what were you saying well I guess yeah like yeah describe your freak out moment but then also once you did kind of you know get your get your head around it what did you do to kind of pick yourself up and brush yourself off and and get on get on with business yeah the first couple of weeks I felt like I was walking around in slow motion I just I'm so used to doing 500 things at once and I'm better in that kind of environment than just having one thing to get done in a day Um, and also I had my toddler and teenager home now full-time hence the wine because that was a struggle (laughs) to get used to. But as you say, a couple of weeks, you know, you start to get your head back in the game, you brush yourself off. Um, You, yeah, you definitely then start to go, okay, how am I gonna, we're mums, we're so used to changing our worlds and being fluid. So we got our website up and running the way it should be. Uh, We got, yeah, I guess I just focused on those tasks and I try to do like a couple of things every day because you can't get everything done in a day. So instead of trying to achieve everything all at once, um, I just do a couple of things. So we are focused on the website, got that up and running, focused on our email marketing, got that up and running because that wasn't in existence. And now I find that we're in a good position. We're starting to get consistent orders and our customers are ringing and saying, so I off, I open the shop to our customers as well when they want something. So I've been getting a lot of 
those calls and opening the shop for customers when they want to come in and shop and that works really well I've been I think I was saying to someone last week it's almost like there's kind of two layers here and it's just so common with everyone I'm more well, different businesses that I'm talking to at the moment where there's kind of this first layer which is just getting online and getting that digital presence which is so important right now but then there's that second layer which I think sometimes people forget about is that um no it's not just enough to be online it's people need to know that you're there and get you know get traffic to you to you so people aren't just walking down Kinghorn Street anymore and browsing and calling and you know how do you grab their attention so I think you've sort of answered that with um yeah you know really tapping into your email database um and Facebook have been seeing lots of regular updates from you. I know that yeah. you're offering online um, concierge service, which I've been telling people about if they've got a first birthday coming up or something that they can um, email you for ideas and get lots of links to suggestions yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I know yeah, we have a webinar coming up too, which I don't know if you're, I, know, I guess from your business hat point of view, this, um, digital optimization webinar will be really helpful for you guys as well. Oh, I'm um, excited what, about that one. Mm, what kind of advice good. do you have for businesses who are kind of grappling with all of this right now? I don't know all the answers, but I would say like you take one day at a time and you need to focus once you are like you say get the basics done get online get an email marketing campaign or get someone to help you do it if you can't do it yourself make sure you're posting on your socials constantly little things like linking the products on your website to your instagram so that people can click into you so you don't get lost because there is a lot of noise on the line at the moment you need to make it really easy for people to shop um, and focus on what you want your business to look like coming out of this because we have the opportunity to do so many good things now that you don't get to do when your business is open and you're so busy working in it. Yeah, and that's, I guess, another common theme I'm hearing from people is like in life in general but also in their business, it's it's almost like a, a chance to stop and reset and just, yeah, yeah. you know, think think about, you know, you've been in the daily autopilot mode for a while and it's kind of time to just stop and re-examine what's important, yeah. what you want to do differently and maybe get a few things in place for when the pandemic's over and, you know, we have yeah. the freedom to do that. So, yeah. in, you know, silver linings. Um, <laughs> silver no linings, absolutely. I'm actually, I'm excited about the future once we come out of it because I just, you know, I'm, the shop's going to have a complete reboot and relift because I'm painting and pulling up carpet and doing all sorts of stuff. But I think a lot of businesses are just going to be so excited to reopen their doors. It's going to be exciting. Mm. Yeah. And what yeah. can we, I guess my last question is, what can we be doing for you now to support your business? Um or even absolutely um yeah like what what could that look like for you guys yeah shop if you need something (laughs) go online um to our website if 
you don't like to shop online, then let us know and we will open the shop for you. There's no dramas there. I've actually started opening the, sh- opening the shop every Friday, 10 till 12. For some reasons, I seem to get a lot of phone calls and a Friday seems to be the day that people are can come in and see me. So I've just opened the doors, go in, get some things done. And I've been, I've done that the last couple of weeks and I have like four or five customers that come in. They're yeah, not always... I guess you're popping in to get, you know, orders yeah, to mail orders. and yeah. know, gift wrap and all of that as well. Absolutely. I live in town, so it's not hard for me to pop in, so I don't mind. So the shop phone is diverted to my mobile, so all calls that go to the shop come to me. And when I answer the phone, people are like, oh, you are open because someone's answered the phone. But, <laughs> yeah, I just let people know, happy to open whenever, wherever, however that works until yeah we get some normality back well that's all the questions i have i've realized i didn't really do a a very good job at introducing you at the start but (laughs) ali from wild tribe thank you for joining us thank you and having me for sharing all of your um tips and insights which i'm sure people will more than relate to at the moment um and if anyone has any other suggestions for guests or topics for upcoming podcasts, uh, please get in touch with me. But thank you very much for joining me, Ali. And Thanks, thank you everyone for tuning in. Yay. See ya. Bye. Bye.